Hey everyone, this is Chelsea. Thanks so much for joining the show. If you're a returning listener, thank you so much for your subscription. Really excited to have you back for another show this week. If this is your first time, this is the place where you can learn all about social media and personal branding for real estate, mortgage, or title and escrow. I'm your host, Chelsea Pites, and you can connect with me on the gram. I also have a bunch of free downloads in my profile and some more information about what I do and how I can help you. You can find me at chelsea.pites, that's P E I T Z. Feel free to send me a DM and let you know, let me know you came over from the show. Today we're talking about content. Surprise, surprise. This is something that I am going to be teaching a lot about in 2022, and I had to sort of assess what are my hangups around content? What have they been? What are they? Because yes, I still do have some hangups. I am a human being. And even as a content creator, I have those hangups and overthinking and imposter syndrome and et cetera, et cetera. And I have been talking to a lot of agents over the last two months. I'm hearing more and more hesitation or pushback or fears, or some people call them excuses, barriers around creating content, especially video content. So I want to unpack some of those. I also want to kick off by mentioning a story. The other week I was flying to a conference, an event in Las Vegas. And as I was flying out, I was looking through my headlines and I read this article. I think it was in social media today, and it was all about YouTube's top content performers of 2021. And so I'm looking through these different accounts and specifically they had it broken into longer form videos and then short form videos. YouTube has YouTube shorts, which basically is TikTok or reels in YouTube. And I was looking into the top short content creators of the year and they had 10 different accounts and two, not just one, but two of the top accounts were dentist accounts. (laughs) I thought, oh my gosh, this is perfect. I'm going to use this in all my presentations. And I actually went to these accounts. One of them I had known, I had heard about the Bentist with a B. And the other one I hadn't heard of. It was called Dental Digest. And I thought, wow, you know, for all of us who think our content is too boring, it's not mainstream, who cares about real estate or title or escrow or any of those things? Well, okay, let's talk about being a dentist (laughs) and teeth content, right? And I think it's all in how you deliver it and creating that persona and that personal brand and that connection and community. Yes, they have a lot of content that if you put it down on paper could be perceived as boring, but the way that they're delivering it is really interesting and they've created a community and it just goes to show that you truly can dominate your particular industry regardless of what your content is all about. So I just wanted to share that. If you want to, you can Google YouTube's top 2021 short content creators of the year. And, um, you know, that is one of the content fears. That is one of the content fears that people say is that, gosh, I just feel like I'm really boring or my content's really boring. And to that, I say, you know, when we're in real estate, our content may not be meeting people where they're at at the right time all the time. Meaning if I've already purchased a house recently, I'm probably not going to be looking for another house anytime soon. So some of your content may in fact not be relevant to me, which is why we also have to think about what other kind of content are we putting out there just beyond real estate tips and information. I mean, those are important. You need to do that. You do need to be seen as that credible resource. But I also hear this a lot when it comes to stories, Instagram, stories specifically. I don't know what to post. I feel like my life is boring. And to that, I always say, let's ask a question instead of making a statement because boring content absolutely 
is relatable in many ways. I always say there's magic in the mundane, the things that we do every single day that are human and relatable. And oftentimes if we have something that we just think, oh my gosh, that is so boring, I want you to ask a question um, instead of just making a statement. And making a statement also means just posting a pic. So instead of just posting a pic, put a poll sticker on it, ask a question about it. That will turn that boring content into more relatable human content and everybody likes to play the poll game, right? Um, Okay, I don't like being on camera. Yes, that is probably the biggest content barrier and, and why. It's very normal. When you are putting yourself on camera, you are vulnerable. And all of those ideas about worthiness and perfection, and by the way, perfection is unattainable, which is, I I love this trend where people are going more authentic and unedited, and, and that's what people are really attracted to. In fact, I mentioned recently in one of my presentations, BombBomb, a lot of you are familiar with that company, video, email, uh, video text message marketing. Of course, they believe in showing your face on camera. And they did a report several years ago, I believe it was called Shiny versus Authentic Inversion. I could be getting that wrong, but it was, I know Shiny and Authentic were in there. You could probably Google it. And essentially what they realized is that what attracts us to people is that human element, the flubs, the the actual view of your office behind you in a Zoom It's really um, authentic in that way. So yes, I get it. We don't like seeing ourselves on camera. We are going to have to get over that and keep pressing on. And like I said, I told people I didn't watch myself back for five years. I, I, I should have. I tell myself I should have, but I also knew myself and I'm glad that I just kept going because now I'm, I'm really comfortable on camera and I enjoy being on it for the most part, not every time. Okay. I don't want it to be me, 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 right? Egotistical. And I talked a lot about this when I was teaching about Snapchat years ago. And people were like, I just don't get it. Why is this all like the me show, the reality TV show? And I said, let's reframe this. What if we thought of showing your face, whether it's in picture or video format, as the most human way to communicate face-to-face, eye-to-eye, at a literal arm's length on your phone? It's not necessarily about being egotistical or fame or celebrity. It can be, and we have seen people do that. But in my mind, it's about creating a human connection in a place where people's eyeballs are looking and leveraging the unfair advantage that our brains are so attracted to faces. And what happens from that and seeing people again and again is sort of that liking effect or trust effect. So I understand that um, about wanting to be humble, but remember if you are showing up and you are connecting, if you are supporting, if you are educating, if you are entertaining, you are providing some kind of value to the person who is consuming that content. All right, the next one, I don't know what to say. What if I say the wrong thing? Okay, so maybe you'll say the wrong thing. We're not perfect. Again, perfect is unattainable. And you can always um, ask somebody first, an expert. If you feel like you are not the expert yet, you can interview someone who might be. And you can learn and you can let people know that you are learning. This is a question I get a lot from new agents is, I'm nervous to tell people I'm a new agent and I haven't done any transactions yet. 
I personally feel like let's celebrate that you are new and bring people on the journey with you. And here's what I'm doing every single day. And here's what I'm doing. I sat down with my brokerage team. I sat down with our social media team. I'm learning about this. I have a team of people that I'm working with that are experts because why hide it? So I understand not knowing what to say, feeling like I'm not an expert yet. There are resources that you can connect with that can help you with that. So reach out and bring those people into your world. I'm shy. I'm introverted. I'm a private person. I actually am an introvert. I'm an extroverted introvert. I um, can be an extrovert, but truly I am a quiet internal uh, hermit. (laughs) Uh, So you can put yourself out there in whatever form or fashion is truly unique to you. If you are quiet, it's okay. If you're serious, it's okay to make serious content. If you're funny, it's okay to make funny content. Definitely would encourage you to be and embrace whatever your personality style is. I wouldn't encourage anyone who is, say, more of a serious delivery style to change over to be entertaining or funny because it doesn't really feel authentic and those people are going to meet you in person. Now, the private part, I always talk about the difference between personal and private content. You get to determine what's private, but personal content in my mind is human. It's the stuff that we all do. Like, for example, we all eat, (laughs) right? Um, We all eat a variety of different things, but that is something that is human. And you might have a pet. That's something that is very human and personal. And you can take a um, very business-oriented, stats-driven piece of content. And instead of posting that as a stat, you could humanize that by putting your face and voice in it. Uh, I don't have clients on that platform. Uh, that, and also this kind of goes along with it, I have a certain brand. It doesn't really belong on that platform. And and I think you probably know that most of that, that platform is probably TikTok. Um, it'll be some other platform that comes on. It was Snapchat when, when I was using Snapchat. And I think that's something that we tell ourselves that's a story. Um, everything works. Whatever you focus on can expand. I was really successful on Snapchat, which is a platform that a lot of people said, oh, there's only kids on there. You can't do anything professional. There's disappearing content. How are you going to build a brand? And I absolutely did that because I really focused on it and I believed in it and I found my niche and I created that community. So um, there are a lot of niches that you can create. And if there isn't a niche on that platform and you love it, why don't you create that community there? I don't want my competitors to see what I'm doing. I do hear this one a lot too. And to be honest, I feel like if you're putting it out on social media or anywhere public at any form or fashion, you can find it or somebody else can. And even if your competitors copy exactly everything you do, they're not going to do it like you. You are the the X factor. You are the unique piece. Your story, your perspective is literally the only original content on the planet. All of us have access to the same inventory information, the same statistics, the same loan limit information. The only thing that is different is your perspective and your personal story as well. Um, I don't want to be annoying. I feel like I'm overposting. Well, okay. So let's just talk about that for a moment. Anyone out there who has kids, I have young kids. And man, I have to tell my kid again and again and again and again and again and again and again the same thing. And you know, we do need to have those messages. Not all of your not all of your customers or, or community are going to be online at the same time. And they are going to miss stuff. And even if they don't miss stuff, you're going to meet them at a different point in their journey that sometimes it's going to click. 
you might have posted the same thing six months ago or six weeks ago or six days ago. And at some point, the person who's already been following you is going to say, oh, oh, I don't know why I it didn't resonate with me six months ago, but now it is. So you do need to show up consistently, not suggesting that you have to post two, three, four times a day or even once a day. But consistency is definitely going to help you stay in the feed and top of mind. Um, And again, if you are only doing advertorial types of content that aren't providing any value, okay, well, then we need to talk about your content strategy and how to change that. Because if you are showing up and you are being human and you are providing value, it's not going to be annoying. All right, the last one I have here is I don't want to overshadow my team. So if you are a broker or if you're running a team, I say to this, what a great way to show an example and to work together as a team. Uh, These are just some of the things that I'm hearing. I also want to mention one last thing too, that um, I want to talk about making over your metrics. I'm probably actually going to be doing an entire podcast on this. But I personally am doing this for 2022. I'm trying to change the metrics that I'm measuring because there's a lot of metrics that you can measure. But let's be honest, do we want to or do we need to measure them? Just just because we can, are they important to our development as a human, excuse me, as a human being? Or is it just a metric that we're measuring because we think we should? Likes, views, comments, et cetera. Yes. Do those matter on some level? For sure they do. They do give us information. What I want to challenge you with is as you're going into your content creation for 2022, let's look at different kind of metrics. Let's let's look at intrinsic metrics. Something like, okay, let's not look at likes and views. Let's look at how long did it take me to make this video? Did I have to do one take instead of three this time? I would count that as a metric of improvement. How about did I make a post and then not delete it? That's an improvement. Um, what about if you're doing video or live video, did I use less filler words? Like, um, uh, did I get better at that? These are things that we can start measuring that not oftentimes are we thinking about because we're so focused on like likes and views and comments, shares, et cetera. So I'm going to be doing a podcast on, on how to kind of change those metrics that we can measure as well. And I hope that um, talking about these these content barriers have been helpful to you. Perhaps maybe you've heard yourself say some of these things. I know I have for sure. And I'd love to help you create your content plan. I have workshops for Instagram and content coming up in 2022. If you'd like more information about that, you can go to my profile. You can send me a DM. You can also go to my website for more information. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hope you have a great week ahead of you and we'll see you next time. Thanks everyone. Bye.